and welcome! You are listening to episode 97 of the Nearly Main Video Games podcast, coming to you live on Twitch from Scotland on Thursday, 14th October 2021. I am Blunderboy87, and joining me today is Colin Little. Hello! And along with Paul Kaczynski, we are the Nearly Men, and this episode of the podcast is brought to you by executive producer, Hamster Boy. Mr. Producer, Mr. Producer. We have nothing to do with the video games industry, we don't make them, we don't sell them, and we're not even particularly good at them. We are the Nearly Men, and at some point, you have probably kicked our asses online. Ah, yeah! Here we are. Look at you. hello, hello. How are you doing? How are you doing? Thank you. Doing good. How are you? I'm doing all right. I just, I just had to fix. I had a wee, a wee green screen issue there that I had to fix oh. while you were doing your intro there. But I fixed it. I fixed flawlessly, it. Flawlessly fixed um, it. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of again. This is mostly for, uh, for viewers rather than the podcast listeners. But it's a whole new world that I've got. Me and me and Blunder are seamsies with our, uh, with our wireless headphones, and um, we are. I feel so. I feel so free. I feel it's great. A wireless headset just opens possibilities of being able to hear what you're listening to for anywhere in the house. Yep. Got the toilet. Still listen. Yep. Still mm-hmm. listen away. Um, I have to go downstairs to like put the washing machine on or like the the dishwasher. I just go down and keep keep listening in my ears. Just listening, getting you, trash talked. Yeah. Last night I almost went to bed with the headset on. I forgot it was on my head, and I was like, "Oh, can't go to bed with this on." Um, <laughs> So welcome to the wonderful world of wireless headphones. I know, I know. I was the last one to jump on the whole wireless bandwagon, mm-hmm. um, but they're very nice, very comfy. Um, this is not an ad, but it is the what is it? Steel Series Seven, yeah. uh, which which is what we all have now. Yeah, yeah. we've all got the same ones. Paolo's got the the black ones, and me and Blunder went for the cool the cool white ones. Blunder yeah. had them. I copied Blunder. I, you know, you you, you had them first. <laughs> to be fair. There's only two choices, so you're copying someone either way. <laughs> I I was so glad I got my, I kept doing that thing where um I forget they were wired in and uh, with my old headset and go to stand up and like get yonked back to the computer desk. Yeah. I was like, almost broke my neck a few times. Almost broke it. I think I broke a set of headphones as well. Oh my goodness. Um, but no, it's funny how quickly I said this other day. It's funny how quickly technology changes. So like ten years ago, everything was still wired. Like I remember, I was in America. And I got a really cool pair of uh, skull candy running headphones. So the ones that had the, the kind of hooks look at, uh-huh. over the, your ear. And they were like top of the range back then. And then there was a there was a meme post on Instagram, which was like um it was like, oh no, these I'm not poor, poor, these are just vintage, and it was wired headphones. <laughs> and I was like, well, it's true, because everyone has wireless headphones, he says pretty much. Um, uh, yeah, well, I, I was using wired ones for for my stream, obviously, but I, I do have a pair of AirPods that um that I like a lot. They mm-hmm. they don't fit my ears very well, unfortunately. Oh, really? Yeah, they don't fit my ears particularly well. Um, I mean, they they're okay, but I like see if I go to the gym or something, trying to run. Uh, you know, the one time I went to the gym this year, <laughs> trying trying to run with them, did not work very well. Oh, see, I spend my... all my time like having to shove them back into my ears. Oh, that's awkward because mm-hmm. they're so expensive. Like I get, I get a pair of like, um, they're like twenty five quid. Uh, I asked them for my birthday, uh, and they're super, super, super comfy. But they stay in really well. See the treadmill; they're just they're locked into yours. They're not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, and they charge. They'll charge last for ages. Like I've had to charge the case once, mm-hmm. and that's been since like July, and they're still just like hi. 
I tried the. We had sort of me and Sherry Bombs both had sort of like cheap versions of AirPods yeah. for ages, and you got them online, and they didn't charge well, or one of them would stop working, and they they were just rubbish. And I have to really? say, the actual oh, no. Apple AirPods are actually very good. Oh, um, good. The battery life on them is excellent. The sound is really great. Um, yeah, they they just don't fit my ears very well. But they've got there's another set called the Ear. Ear, AirPods Pro, which have got like the wee rubber bits on the end of them, so they 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 go oh, a bit right. further into your ear and hold on. But they're like they were like an extra hundred quid on top Aye. of an already very expensive set of headphones. So That's so expensive. I wasn't I wasn't getting that. I wasn't getting that. No, it's um, when you see like all these teenagers walking around with them and then they're so nonchalant. They're like, I've lost my AirPods. I'm like, ah. ah. I did yeah. lose. I did That's lose. How you know you're old. I did <laughs> lose like... one AirPod in the in the oh. car park at the Glasgow Fort one time, and I spent forty five minutes looking for it while having a meltdown. That? I did find it. I found it literally just under the wheel of my car. It had just fallen out as I got out of the car and rolled under the wheel. Just so well didn't reverse. I would have oh destroyed them. Yeah. Well, at least you won't lose the ones on top of your head. No, I will not. They are not going anywhere anytime soon. I will. Not you will not, but no, it's interesting the whole the headphones debate, and it's always interesting to find out what everyone else has. So, viewers and listeners, let us know the most exciting question of the day do you have wired or wireless headphones? And to <laughs> let us know, here's how you can do that. Reaching the nearly men is easier than ever. Search for the nearly men video games podcast on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or your preferred podcast player. We stream on Twitch, follow Colin at Colin underscore NM, follow Paul at Paul Kaczynski, all one word, follow Gary at Blunderboy87, and let's get social on Facebook as The Nearly Men, Twitter and Instagram where we are at Nearly Men, or go old school and email us on info at thenearlymen.com. Need all that again? Links are on our website, thenearlymen.com. So what are you waiting for? Yes, what are you waiting for? Blunder, what are you waiting for? Uh, Christmas. <laughs> Still no, even Halloween well, yet. Well, actually, I'm not waiting for Christmas. I'm waiting for December 3rd because that's when the Resident Evil movie comes out in the UK. So that's what I'm waiting for. Oh, right. Okay, so I did wonder when this would come up. I did wonder yeah. when this... We spoke about this a little bit on my stream the other day. Mm-hmm. Um... So I sort of know your opinions, but would yeah. is there anything you'd like to share with the lovely Nearly Men listeners about, about this particular trailer that has I released? just think... So there's two trailers. There's, like, the one they released, then there's, like, an international trailer. A trailer, apparently, they both make the movies look very different, which I'm interested about, but I'm, I'm refusing to watch the international one because I don't want it to be spoiled, which sounds sad because it's Resident Evil. I and it Resident seems Evil. to follow the stories of the games very strongly. Yeah, so it's taking like the core stories of the games and the characters but putting their own spin in it. Adapted the characters' looks a wee bit, modernised them a wee bit or made them mm-hmm. a wee bit more like their own kind of version of it. Um, it's got a really nice diverse casting, almost like colourblind casting, mm-hmm. which I'm really I'm here for. Um, but the, the, the story themselves, itself, also they've got their own spin in it and added their own elements, but, but it doesn't seem to detract from the key storyline. But no, I'm very excited. I watched the trailer and screamed like the whole time in excitement. <laughs> uh, and from what looking online, some people are very positive towards it, like me. Some people are really negative and they're like, oh, it looks like a cheap B movie. And I'm like, well, it is. That's, and what's, that, that's, that's what why it should it's be. Yeah. I'm like, 
we've all remember that original Resident Evil. It was a, it was an a, an a homage, homage, have you said the word to B movie horror films? That you were almost a Jill movies. sandwich. Yeah, like <laughs> I have this. It's like it's so cheesy, um, and the storylines are cheesy. But no, the, I think it looks great. The CGI sometimes looks really ganky. But again, I like that it looks a wee bit ganky. There's lots of practical effects in it, which is nice. Yeah. The sets look outstanding. The yeah. sets look great. Some people, lots of people are like, oh, I love how they've got that 1998 camera look to it. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about because it doesn't look like that to me. Um, and then the uh, there's uh, the fact as well, at one point in the trailer, they use a clip from Code Veronica. Claire's watching a, a, a film and there's a clip from that game in it. And I was like, oh! That means they're gonna do more films. Like I just, to me, it was all very, very exciting, uh, and uh, it's gonna totally supersede the absolute dog mess that was the first slew of Resident Evil live action movies. Like they just make me so angry. The first one, <laughs> the first one was fine, and then I like. I thought the first one was all right. The first one's decent. But Gone for Punishment, I went to see every other one in the cinema, and I was 17. Yeah, because I was, I was dog in school. I was 17 <gasps> when I saw the second one, and me Scandal. and my pals bunked off school. Thursday morning, Cineworld, um, or UGC. It was probably UGC. It probably was I, UGC, um, yeah. £1.50 for a, t- a ticket, because it was during the day. And we went to see Resident Evil Apocalypse. It was already off to a bad start when they had the... The, the cashier gave me salty popcorn instead of sweet because I don't like salty popcorn on its what, own. Even, even nowadays when you get the salty and sweet? See, that I can do, that's fine, but like that one, it was just salty and I was raging and I was feeling salty. <laughs> and at one point, I actually stood up in the cinema and shouted out in absolute rage and my pals had to like yank me down to sit back <laughs> down because they just did so many stupid, annoying things. And I, and I, was, I sat for the whole time going, ah! I don't think there would ever be anything quite as indignant as a teenage blunderboy. Just furious. Livid. And you know, the other ones I'm not quite as annoyed at. I think it's it's probably because my age, but probably because as well, they just like destroyed the whole point of everything in Resident Evil with that second film. And they continue to do so in the later ones, but I was kind of at that point, I didn't care so much, but I just remember being so annoyed and also the salty popcorn which did not help so i was already in a bad mood and i was just raging i don't so really this... remember the second one the second oh, film it's just it's where alice becomes the mary sue of mary sue's like <laughs> every time joe joe valentine like kicks butt stars member amazing action hero every time she has the glimmer of doing something cool suddenly it doesn't work and alice saves the day and you're just like, what? And then Gerald Nemesis don't even get to fight, even though he's chasing her as a stars member, and it's all about Alice and how Nemesis is in love with her. Ah! That's, <laughs> that seems a bit weird. Oh, and then they, they rip off the, the amazing opening to called Veronica at one point as well, and I was just like, oh, oh. See, when I, I, I mean, I've, I own them all on Blu-ray as well, because again, got for punishment. <laughs> but, like, I get, I watch that film, and I just squirm with rage the whole time (laughs) squirm squirm with rage there we are Uh uh well uh, unauthorized cinnamon mentioned it in the chat and i was i was saving it for later on so we will come back to it but um and we'll make you squirm with rage a little Mm -hmm. bit more but um yeah it's uh (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. But yeah. <laughs> the, but that. the new film does look good. Um, yeah, yes. Uh, I love the colourblind casting. My only thing I'm slightly concerned about is I think Leon's hair's a wee bit too long. That's the thing that bothers me. I don't think a police officer... <laughs> he's not an undercover police officer. I don't think you well, would be allowed to be a cop with your hair quite as long as that. Remember, for those who don't know, and we see a clip in the trailer, Leon arrives late to his first day in the job from New York because he was hungover and gets caught in traffic. So he's a bad police so officer. Yeah, so when he gets there and we see it in Resident Evil 2, the remake, he's not in his uniform and he finds the uniform and puts it on mm-hmm. and we see Claire hand him the uniform in it so that can explain why his hair's not cut and it's not pulled back and something. It's so... Okay, I mean... There's, there's, there's you, you sound thing. like a Leon hair apologist, but I'll let you away with it. Yeah. Um, but that's the only thing. I, I, I think it looks quite good. It does look a wee bit naff, but, but kind of in a good way. There was a period yes. of time in my life where I hated the idea of anything that was a bit hokey and a bit naff and, a, you know... Um, but I, I, you know, I think you start to appreciate that, and if, if it's if that's part of the charm, if that's kind of what they're going for, uh, yeah. and, and Resident Evil itself is, there's all I saw a lot of folk annoyed about the itchy, tasty um, stuff and whether or not a, a zombie would would write stuff or know how to write stuff and know how to, but um, but who's I, who's gonna write the itchy, tasty? Itchy, tasty is iconic. Exactly, it's the first game back in the internet. Exactly, People just need to just go, go back and check themselves. <laughs> the thing is, though, right? Words at the, the the thing is, um, I think if you start getting annoyed about stuff like that, I mean, this is the thing, right? If you start getting annoyed about stuff like that, then you know. I, I, I don't know. I remember going to see Pirates of the Caribbean, right? I saw Pirates of the Caribbean 3 in the cinema, right? And there was this bit where uh, Jack Sparrow, there's a big massive sea battle happening, right? Two right. two pirate ships um, are sort of circling this big whirlpool. And, oh, yeah, and, and Davy that. Jones and um, Jack Sparrow are having a sword fight. And there's a point where like Jack Sparrow cuts a, a rope and he grabs a hold of the end off and it pulls him right the way up to the top of the mast and he like mm-hmm. swings round and then he like lands on the mast of the other ship and continues the sword fight, right? And this mm-hmm. guy I was watching the film with one of my pals from college just went, <laughs> I write. And he, it was, and I sort of turned to him mid-cinema and I was like, mate, he's fighting a man that's half squid and that's the problem. <laughs> that's the bit that you could, you know... Oh. Um, it's, so it's kind oh, of funny how we um it's the thing like the whole thing Resident Evil as well and the survival horror games at their core you find notes from people who are like oh no something's coming up the corridor it's about to get me no one writes a dining entry as they're about to get murdered like it's well, speak just for yourself. part of the atmosphere oh, I, I, maybe, um, actually, I, I constantly my, write my diary just in case this, I get murdered this, this, the squiggly the squiggly last letter down the page and I <laughs> yes. drop a blood Dying. but the actually tasty diary is actually one of the best things about Resident Evil because it proves that it's an infection because mm-hmm. they're infected with the virus and it's the T virus I'm ranting now but the T virus it breaks down the cells and restructures human DNA that's what it is that's why the zombies the zombies are a, a, Jeez. a Spoilers they're, for a thirty-year-old game, mate. They're not meant to be a thing. They're a, they're an accident. The bio, like, they're not part of the bioweapon. They just it's a, a side effect. So because they're not, they don't actually get reanimated for the dead a lot of the time. The, the core zombies are just yeah, they're still alive. Not, not quote yeah, unquote alive. Yeah, yeah, their hearts slowed to the point where it does the beat as fast. Like it, there's like, like a science thing behind it. So the actually taste the diary does make sense because it shows 
the, the virus killing the brain cells and reworking it to to hunger. And that's that's actually one of the best things for the first Resident Evil movie. Uh, when the Red Queen go tell, talks about how the virus is made and she does the iconic line, uh, they have a need, they need to feed, which was used as a tagline for the film. And that was, I, I, do, I, I would give props. I was like, oh, that is good. Because it does, it's just that prime yeah. instinct it gives. But... Who knew that Itchy Tasty was such a trigger for Blunderboy? <laughs> I mean, me, to be fair. I, I yeah. think I did know. <laughs> it's just me hating people, as usual. Um, <laughs> but besides Resident Evil coming out, there is something I'm extremely looking forward to. Oh, yes. My birthday. No, no. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, God, this your, Saturday. It's not your birthday, man. Your birthday's been. My it's birthday's my birthday been. next. It's my birthday uh, next. This Saturday is not Colin's birthday, but this Saturday is, of course, one of the highlights of the Nailing Man year. It is, drum rolls please, (laughs) Save Point Weekend! Yeah! There's a poster. There's the lovely poster. We love a poster moment. Look at this. Yes. Oh, no. no, I was just I, really you oh, were about you were going yeah. to do very very important things, but I was just going to laugh at your your yeah. your bones face. But yes, uh, why don't you tell us all the important stuff? Oh no, don't me do it because I don't have my information in front of me. Uh, this Saturday, what's the date? Saturday the sixteenth. It's the sixteenth, yeah. Yeah, it's the Saturday sixteenth of October twenty twenty one at seven pm over on the Nearly Men on Twitch TV, Twitch TV slash the Nearly Men. We will be doing 24 hours of gaming. Uh, and the theme this year is to boldly go. Yeah? It's the nearly men boldly go. Yes. Boldly you... go. <laughs> like, I've said something wrong now. Um, and it's all space themed, which I'm very excited about. Um, when you first said that, I was like, do we have that many space themed games? And yes, the answer is yes, we do. We do. Um, yes. Um... You can donate at www.thenearlymen.com. Please do it. You can donate right now. You can donate during the event. Um, please do it. It all goes to a very worthy cause. And yeah, I suppose the one thing I say, I'm in charge of the schedule, basically. I've been sort of working through that and installing various games and trying to figure out what... Colin has um, been working very, very hard. And I know you don't believe that, folks, but he has. I have. I genuinely have. Um, mm-hmm. They're sort of broadly sci-fi related they're sort of um so so not every one of them is a space game some of them are sort of sci-fi on earth or some of them are um sci-fi or on other planets but there's lots of space stuff as well um and we've got a few sci-fi treats and surprises for you all as well um uh, it's, it's going to be a a lot of fun um i so it's an interesting one when you do come to kind of come up with a concept for this. I always, I always try to do something, and actually this year was really difficult to come up with anything. Um, and I was sort of thinking, well, maybe we'll just do a sort of greatest hits, or maybe we'll just do twenty four hours of games, and we'll we'll keep it loose. But I do think mm-hmm. it's fun to have a sort of theme and a, an event around it. And actually, doing sci fi will be a lot of fun. There's some really great games that we're going to play, and. Um, it's actually going to give us a good opportunity to play with the community as well. So I cannot wait. Community games are fun. And we do have a few community games in, in schedule, don't we? We do. Yeah, so uh, shall we, we'll, uh, we'll go through some of them. We'll, be, we'll discuss. Yes, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll do it. Let's have a, this is a little, um, a little uh, 
sneak peek for some of the some of our community members and what i've tried to schedule them so is that you know regardless of whereabouts you are in the world you might have a chance might have a chance mm-hmm. to play mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so the first community game will be starting nice and early two hours into the event and um, so at 9 p.m we're going to go into space and we're going to play star wars squadrons that's the one um this game is available to um game pass ultimate subscribers if you've got game pass ultimate um which has uh, ea player whatever it is called yeah. uh, connected with it this is part of the part of the collection there um we are going to be playing on ps5 but it is fully cross play with xbox and with pc and playstation so whatever platform you are on if you have star wars squadrons you can play with us um what you will need to do is to set up, um, I think it's called an EA, is it an EA Play account? EA account? Yeah, something like that. Um, so, if you... Which to prefer, you need anyway, I think, to access EA yeah. Play. Um, so, so, so what to do is send, um, if, you're, if you're a member of the Discord, or you've got us on Twitch or whatever, send us your... Send me, send it to me, either on Twitch, I'm calling NM, or you can find me in the Nearly Men Discord. Of course, I'm calling NM in there as well. Send me a message with your EA Play account name, and I will um, I will add you to the to the team. Um, so and and we can we can do that. We'll play various games. We'll be in teams. We'll we'll I'll need to check exactly what various game modes are available in Squadrons just now. Um, but we can have a lot of fun, and I'm really looking forward to it. We played a bit of this a while ago with the with the community, and it was lots of fun. We were terrible at it. We were terrible. The last time we played this was the 24 hours last time. That was true. Someone came online and insulted me, and I had my face for about 35 minutes. That's right. Blood took the huff big time. Yeah. I, I took the huff. It was really funny. <laughs> and then it got to a point where everyone was a bit like, is it still funny or is it is he actually upset? Well, I was sitting here cashing away with my It camera. was really awkward. We're laughing. He's absolutely yeah. raging. <laughs> yes. Um, so that's that. Um, what's, what's your thoughts you, you you like squadrons don't you I like it I'm awful at it I don't understand what I'm doing and I die really quick but it's good fun I like zooming about and like screwing I sound like um, now when Luke's doing the space battles in R2-D2s and his little bat yep. he's like Mwah! I'm like that <laughs> I'm, I'm like just making those random noises like R2-D2 uh, so that'll be a lot of fun I, um, I, I think yeah I'm looking forward to playing with the community on that Um yeah. Another game we've got is this is Sunday afternoon. This will be at 1.30 p.m. roughly. These times might change ever so slightly. They won't change dramatically. It might change by, you know, half an hour here or there. Um, but uh, we're going to play some Predator Hunting Grounds. So the the threat from space is coming to us. Now, this game... This game is also cross-play between PlayStation and PC. So if you have the game on PC, I think you have to have it through Epic, if I remember correctly. Uh. And I think you need to send us your um, Epic store account or Epic friend account. Um, Again, if you have that game on PlayStation, send us your PlayStation um, ID, um, gamertag, PSN name. And if you've got it on uh, PC, send me your Epic 
I can't remember what it's called. I would open it just now, but opening Epic would be a disaster in this <laughs> machine right now. You know, the various people <laughs> have tried to, try to load about a trillion games up. And then this dream exploded. So, yes, send us your details and we'll get that. What we'll be looking for is we'll be looking for one person to come and fight with the nearly men. And we'll be looking for somebody to come in as the Predator and try to kill us. But we might swap about. Yeah. Some of us might be Predator as well. Um, I'm looking forward to playing it again, seeing, seeing if it's any better. You know, it was a bit rough around the edges. Um, yeah. Coincidentally, yeah. I hear there's a potential rumour that Elphonic are working on a Ghostbusters game now. Oh, really? I heard they were working on the Texation Saw Massacre game. Uh, apparently, well, apparently one of the developers let slip that the next big license game that they're working on and the same sort of thing is a Ghostbusters game. That that would work. There are that'd four. Be, that'd be, yeah, that'd there be are cool. four Ghostbusters, aren't there? So, oh. and like the, it's quite different in the sense that the Ghostbusters are quite powerful. Mm-hmm. Whereas, yeah, like that sounds like it could be quite good. So that could be quite cool. But I mean, afford it. Um... Well. <laughs> I just don't have the best track record, in my opinion. And the games are fun, but then it's very much... I, I, I've said this before, I feel very much it's, uh, our games are fun, play them! And then they, they move on. And then there's, like, no love for the games, really. Aye. Ah, well, yeah. Um. So, so there's that one, that's at half past. And then straight after that, straight after that, we're going to jump into Star Wars Battlefront 2. We're going to be playing that on Game Pass. That will be played on Xbox. So all you uh, Xbox users that have uh, an Xbox Series S, a Series X, I think even Xbox One, um, will be able to join us for some Star Wars Battlefront. Again, send us your gamer tags and all that. We'll get you into the games and we'll just we'll just have some fun. There's heroes and villains. There's the big battles. There's the space battles. We'll do all sorts of stuff, really. Um, so that'll Star be Star Wars Battlefront not crossplay. That's the only thing I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I haven't checked that. Because I know friend of the podcast Master Die is lethal at Star Wars Battlefront. Like I've watched him stream it, and he's very good, and it'd be very entertaining to try and kill. But uh, if it's not crossplay, then he will not be allowed to play. Star Wars Battlefront 2 crossplay. Let's see. Do a quick check. Uh, Didn't we play that Battlefront and it had all the streams at the same time? And by the time the game had finished, my game had just started on stream. That what, was funny. What was that? Like, I remember, like, us, it was us, the, there was a fourth person. I want to say Nappuccino, but I don't think it was. We tried to do a multi-stream of Star Wars Battlefront 2, and my stream was so behind that by the time we'd played the whole match, my stream <laughs> was just showing the game starting, and we'd already finished. <laughs> I think that's right. Uh, unfortunately, there is no cross-play in Battlefront 2. So it will be uh, yeah, Xbox Xbox-only. Um, but we have some other stuff and we might well get some folk in to play with us at various other games as well. Um, uh, you know, if we're looking for folk to jump in and out. There will be lots and lots of fun to be had though. And um, oh, I'm, I'm, so I'm looking forward to it. We've got some cool stuff, um, some kind of unusual stuff. We're going to, we're going to of course play some No Man's Sky, um, which I'm I'm looking forward to exploring a bit. I think with friends, I mean, God knows if we'll actually be able to find each other in the game. Paolo's adamant that it's all fixed now and it's wonderful. Yeah, but I think you can spawn in with each other now. We better be able to, because otherwise we're knackered. I'm not travelling across an entire galaxy to try and find everybody. 
Yeah. I mean, the last time I played it, I tried to get off the surface of my planet and crashed and died. Good. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was fun. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's going to be it's going to be fun. I shall need to, as I say, get on installing get everything. On installing everything. So imagine <laughs> it's going to get rammed tonight when I'm asleep. Another game. I'll tell you one more. We're going to do actually. I'm quite excited <gasps> about this. Uh, at two a.m., we are going to play some of Gears of War Five Hive Busters. Now, Hive Busters is a co-op campaign a dlc campaign where you play the scorpio squad and we battle our way through a campaign so um, that sounds fun i think that'll be quite a lot of fun um i played a wee bit of it in the tutorial the other day and um yeah i think it's gonna be pretty good and we've got some other bonkers stuff as well there's a there's a game that's basically minecraft meets some sort of bullet hell (laughs) there's all sorts of strange things to play so um yeah I think that'll be a lot of fun. And of course, it's all for a really uh, wonderful cause. And we've got some fun stuff as well. We've got some daft wee forfeit things or, or sort of viewer rewards mm-hmm. um, that we're going to do. And uh, yeah, a few other surprises up our sleeves as well, Blunderboy. So yeah. Very um, exciting. I'm very much looking forward to it. Absolutely. Excellent. Um, before we move on to the next thing, but there is one. One bit of news, so the news has been dry, um, but I saw this bit of news and I wanted to share it because everyone is collectively going to go, oh, and then facepalm at the exact same <laughs> moment. Um, so wait, I, I, wait, sorry. I, uh, you need to wait. I know, I need to wait till you say the bit, sorry. I've uh, titled this piece personally uh, called Sony, One Step Forward, Two Steps Back. Uh, and that information is taken from Kotaku, uh, by an article by Ari Notice. And basically, Sony have come forward. They understand that production and getting hold of PS5 is really difficult. So Sony are like, you can now sign up for us and join our line to get the console directly from us. <gasps> everyone went, <gasps> but there's a but. Yeah. The but is, <laughs> you have to be in America. Oh. So not everyone can get it. Nope. And they say technically international people can get it, but it must be shipped to an American address. So there's that. <laughs> Good luck which with that. Make me think it's going to be an American PlayStation, which then wouldn't work in elsewhere, really. Well, the plug um, wouldn't work, but the rest, it's not yeah. region locked anymore. So. Oh, oh, it's true. So you've got a, it's got to go to an American address. Mm-hmm. You must have a PSN account, mm-hmm. which most people you think would have. Um, mm-hmm. You're limited to just one console per PSN account, which again that seems fair enough. Then to take part, you have to sign into the account. You have to go through like a verification puzzle, mm-hmm. and then they tell you you're not guaranteed to get one, and it's down to their discretion, depending on previous interest and PlayStation activities. <laughs> which sounds really sus to me, like. Like, are they going to look at your trophies list and be like, oh, they've played a lot of PlayStation, we're going to give them it? Or, like, Hang how on. are they going to know? Like, what are they going to know? Hang on, Sony, they've got a circle, there's a triangle, <laughs> there's a square. Is this Squid Game? Is this Squid Game? Are they are they doing a Squid? Because actually, it sounds <laughs> that it would be easier to win Squid oh. Game than to actually to actually get a PlayStation via this way right away. It's so bizarre. It's just like the, the headline makes you go, there is hope. And then you read it, you go, there's no hope. <laughs> um, 
So I know um, people are slowly getting them. Baker Boy got theirs mm-hmm. thanks to uh, someone in the Discord, and then so oh, actually Baker Boy, I'm going to tell a story. Yes. Um, wait, I don't know how it worked. He had the, the kind of the magic code. Then he went on to Curry's and bought one or mm-hmm. whatever it was. He bought it through, and then he was given like a date. It would be like shipped by, and the date came and went, and nothing. Oh. And he had to keep chasing them up, and then last. Saturday, mm-hmm. last Friday evening, he phoned to which they were like, Oh, yeah, the stock came in, it's sitting here. Oh, God. And he was like, Well, why didn't you phone me? And they're like, Yeah. So he went and picked up on the Saturday and, he, and he's been having a great time with it. And then Good. this morning, he got an email from Curry saying, You've managed to get a code to get a PS5. <laughs> so so he, he's put in the Nairman Discord if yeah. anyone is looking for it. Um, just get in touch with him. And he's kind of like passing on, passing forward the favor he got last time. But uh... I think it's going to go very quick. So if you are looking for a PlayStation mm-hmm. and you are a member of the Nearly Men Discord, go straight into there to the chit chat channel. Blunderboy, uh, sorry, Baker Boy has Let put a, put a, a little message in there. If you if you speak to Baker Boy, he he'll um he'll sort you out. He'll 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 help you find a PlayStation. And he's not a scalper. He's not, and I can just, he's just clarifying, his PS5 had been sitting in Curry's for 36 hours. <laughs> I'd be raging, I'd be like, give me the money back, and the PlayStation, thank you very much. Like, well, I'm part so- of me like, it's maybe the, the, the people who work there, like, if we just leave it long enough, nobody will come for it, and then we can buy it ourselves. Well, I'm so glad that Baker Boy got his yeah. PlayStation. Let us know what you're thinking of it, Blunt- uh, Baker Boy. Um, I'm getting confused with Blunderboy and Bakerboy here. This is like, this is like, like to keep me on toes. But I mean, that's it. I think we're going to move on to Colin Little's little trivia. Here we go. We all love some little trivia. If anyone doesn't like little trivia, you take it up with an authorized cinnamon who requested it. <clears throat> here we go. Uh, Sony's beautiful monster-toppling adventure game Shadow of the Colossus was originally going to feature groups of characters on horseback working to take down the Colossi cooperatively. Couldn't say that word. This proved too taxing for the PS2's hardware, sadly. I mean, I don't think we're that surprised, are we? I mean... Uh, I remember that, though, see, when I was like, it unlocked a memory when you read that. I can, I can picture it in the magazine with, like, the bunch of different uh, wanderers, kind of attacking the Colossi, but no, it, it, it is no surprise. Because that, that game did push the PS2 pretty hard mm. at this time, mm. and these huge open worlds, the Colossus or Colossi themselves were massive, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, want, you wonder, you wonder what might have been, what might have been? might have been? Okay, here we go. A commercial for the horror game Siren was pulled in Japan after complaints from parents. The advert featured a girl knocking on the window from outside, begging her parents to let her in. The view then switches to the inside and shows the terrified parents in fear of their daughter, who is revealed to be a bloody zombie. Sony said that the fear factor made people uncomfortable. <laughs> I love it. I need to go find that advert there. That sounds like a great advert and terrifying and just sums up Siren in general. It's a pretty so... scary game, isn't it? I lo- oh, it's terrifying, man. Siren, Forbidden Siren 2 is the best out of the three of them. Um and I never get an American release, which I always like to lord it over my American pals on. Oh, that's 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 that feels bad for the American our American friends. Um, and finally, and finally, 
here we go. The first Max, in the first Max Payne, Max's face was digitized from the series writer Sam Lake. But in the second game, they used an actor named Timothy Gibbs, who starred as Detective Stevens in one episode of Six in the City. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, this makes sense because I, I refused to play Max Payne because his face scared me. But Wait. then when Max Payne 2 came out, I was like, oh, he's hot now. <laughs> um, so it's funny I, I, I hasten to add I'm not dunking on this actor right this actor's been in lots of things he's got lots of like it's, it's the CV of a of a um, of a jobbing actor you know he's clearly done an awful lot of work um, but it's all like you know a, a, a wee, a, you know a, a kind of guest appearance on this or that and that yeah, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. but when, when I was reading this fact and finding it it mentioned the fact that he that he starred in quote unquote ladies favourite Sex the City and I was like oh okay he must be like he must be quite a main guy obviously I'd say to take ladies favourite out but I've now just said it anyway um, and I thought oh he must be quite a regular character so I went into IMDB Timothy Gibbs da, da, da. no he was in one episode so I don't know why obviously whoever wrote it just went oh what was he in no Sex the City <laughs> <laughs> that one episode of that one big show. But it does explain why he looks so different from from. Yeah. Gary. I, I I remember Sam Lake's face. He had a quite a a deranged look <laughs> in the first Max Payne. I really like, like Max Payne. It's when a great he game. shot and he did that grimace face, yeah. I was like, oh no. <laughs> the first Max, but which of course, what was the famous feature that they had in Max Payne? Bullet time. Bullet time. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, it was so good. I had it in this PC. This was Ambulant Time, wasn't it? I think it was. I mean, obviously, it was very much influenced by the Matrix and everything, but um, mm -hmm. but the Bullet Time was excellent. I had a PC at yeah. the time that was really relatively speaking pretty powerful, and um, I was able to play it on quite high graphics settings at the time, and I was like, oh, it looks amazing. You just just spent. You would just do the most ridiculous. You would Bullet Time for like just to kill one guy. You would you would do it constantly. <laughs> you would overuse it. Um, <laughs> That was a really good game. I, I, I very much enjoyed it. Um, yeah, so there you go. There's your Colin Little's Little Trivia. Nice. Those were good ones. I liked them this, this week. Yay. I knew every game you were talking about. And you didn't have to correct me. I did not at all. Yay. Not I was. All. I'm all, I now live in fear that you're going to correct me every time I got <laughs> it. I was, I was worried about the siren one. I was like, oh dear. Uh, dear. No, I'd read it beforehand, so I knew it was right. I was like, yep, that all <laughs> checks out. Uh, would you like to hear about the Game Pass edition? Would I? That's why I asked. Would you? Oh, yes, please. Yes, please. Um, so, if you have Game Pass, here are the additions that you are going to get. Uh, on November 9th, for the console, PC, and cloud, you're getting Football Manager 2020, 2022. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was that to say. I thought Football Manager stopped being made. Well, there's been various ones over the years um, right. that, that sort of come and go and there's there's not just football manager there is the other one what's the other one called they're not really my games <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I i had a pal obsessed with them and i was a bit like sure you do your spreadsheets championship um, manager there's one called championship manager. Manager. so football yeah. managers they sort of after uh, championship uh, manager football manager kind of came along and then uh, it's sort of paulo's the person he would know more about these yeah so November 9th, you can get Football Manager 2022, a console PC cloud. Also, November 9th, um, you can get Forza Horizon 5. This looks amazing. Uh, it looks mm -hmm. really good. November 11th, 
on for console PC and Cloud, the Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim Anniversary Edition. Never PC heard of it. Haven't played that little known game. So uh, that's coming out on November the eleventh, which will be that is the anniversary of the game's launch. Because it, it, so that um, is the tenth anniversary of the I game's launch. Eleven, eleven, eleven was when it um when it launched. So yeah, there we go. I kind of like leave it alone. The horse is dead. Uh, and November 30th on console, you can get Evil Genius 2 World Domination, which I'm quite excited by. I've been holding off buying that, and now I'm going to get it part of my game pass, and I'm like, I'm so glad I waited. It looks fun, doesn't it? It's sort, yeah. It's got a sort of um, dungeon, dungeon keeper sort of feel to it, because it's like a management I, sim, but, it, you, but you're a baddie, and it's... Yeah. I watched uh, Magic or Die play it, actually, a few a few times in stream, and it's very funny. It's also got... Um, that guy. Is it Brian Blessed? Oh, I don't know. I didn't even know that. It's Brian Blessed or Richard O'Brien. It's one of the two who does the voice, one of the voices in it. Does, um, it, does he talk like that? I think it's Gordon's that one. Alive. I think it's that one. Because that's Brian Blessed. I'm, that was I an astonishing Brian Blessed. Blessed impression. That was outstanding. It was like he was in the room. Richard O'Brien's um, the guy from the... Um, the Crystal Maze. The Crystal Maze. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's him. <laughs> I don't think it's him. Um, but no, it's, 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 it, it looks real fun. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd be interested in picking that up and trying that. And then I'll just wonder, is that Brian Blessed or is it Colin underscore NN who they employed for to imitate? For half the... Pre- well, I say half. I mean, a fraction <laughs> of the cost I am available for. <laughs> Absolute. No bother at all. <laughs> but that is up to the end of November your Game Pass edition. there we go rolling on with our subbies which yeah. haven't changed much nope. um, so Games with Gold September 16th October 15th you can get Mulaka October f- October 1st to the 31st Aero October the 1st to the 15th Castlevania Harmony of Despair October 16th to the 31st Resident Evil Code Veronica X and October 6th to the 15th of November, you can get Hover. Uh, that's for your Games of Gold. And PlayStation Plus, the month of October, you can get Hell Let Loose on the PS5, Mortal Kombat 10 on the PS4, and PGA Tour 2021 PS4 also. I always think it's funny, but like subbies, like the Games of Gold and PlayStation Plus, they never make them like horror themed for the month of October. You'd think they'd kind of definitely, I mean, Resident Evil's there. Yeah, Pennsylvania kind of. Like, you'd think they'd maybe kind of go down the route, uh... or at least have like one one yeah. game that was a bit spooky. Like, yeah, yeah. Um... It's a it's an odd one. It's an odd mm-hmm. one. The yes. PlayStation Plus games. There's a lot of value. They're they're making a big mm. deal out of the fact it's like sixty five quid's worth of games or something like that. Um, yeah. The PlayStation Plus. It's a good. It's a strong, strong. Month. I mean, yeah. There's not necessarily I, I, that particular list kind of has something for everyone to an extent, mm-hmm. kind of. I mean, not really, but you know, there is. There's a shoot 'em up, there's a beat 'em up, and there's also a sports game. Um, golf 'em up. Uh, sorry, a golf 'em up. A golf 'em up. Yeah, indeed, indeed. That's yeah. that's the preferred term for it. Um, so I, it's not not a bad month for PlayStation. Um, the the Xbox games are a wee bit odd. Yeah, I mean, the Xbox games, two of them are well-known franchises, and the other three, you're like, huh? Uh, yeah, 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, I suppose while we're talking about this, I uh, I did um, myself and Paolo last weekend, you were unable to. Don't worry, uh, poor and off right cinnamon's keyboard <laughs> having a hairy canary in the, <laughs> I was in the like, chat. Do we need to phone an ambulance? <laughs> Sorry, I, I was familiar, so I wasn't remotely. I, I This has been a common problem for poor cinnamon. I've, <laughs> I wasn't rattled. <laughs> I wasn't rattled, but everybody else was. <laughs> I, I was like, get my phone out, like, ning mum one. So for, for listeners of the podcast, um, it basically, the, you know that sort of like, we were talking about about people dying and like scrolling a kind of, you know, the kind of the pen dragging down the pages, they die. <laughs> well, well, Cinnamon did this sort of equivalent of what would happen if you were shot at your keyboard and you just like fell onto your keys. I'm like, cinnamon's been eaten by zombies. <laughs> I don't think cinnamon wrote itchy tasty earlier on tonight, so I think we should be fine. Oh, if anything. At one point, it looks like they've wrote daddy, but I mean, that could just be... that. You just see what you want to see, blunder. <laughs> anyway, try and dra- desperately drag this back on track. Uh, myself and Paolo, you, you were out in the Randan, blunder boy. Um, I was not. I was in my bed out. <laughs> yeah, he was on the Randan. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> no, you were you were ill. Um, we were uh, we played Hell Let Loose. Um, you did, and how did you find it? We had a great time actually. We played it with uh, Gavin Alaf and Call Mac Forty Two and Dancing Toaster. So we played with a few members of the community, and um, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It's quite hard, I would say. We were also mm. gutted to see that there's no bloody crossplay for it after poor Raturian bought the game to come and play with us and there was oh, no. no no PC to console crossplay at the moment, which seems strange. I'm hoping they're going to fix that because it seems an oversight. Um, mm. I kind of know why for game balance they sometimes obviously will, will not do that, but I think a game like that needs, it probably does need um it needs players, and I think the more the more players you can get together, the better. Um, so, yeah, um, but yeah, it's it's much more. It's much less arcadey than the Battlefield series. It's much more simulation based. It's much more tactics based. Um, it looked very. I am soldier. Yeah, um, like it, looked, it looked real, real. Ooh. And it super is sort of super realistic as well. Like literally, one bullet's enough to kill you. One bullet is literally enough to kill you. Um, and it's it's quite something because you, you you know say you find yourself like heading towards an enemy and you see them in the distance and say you've sort of flanked them and you're you're on the, and they've not necessarily seen you. you. You're sort of standing there with your rifle going, I need to shoot at these guys, but I kind of need to make sure that my shot's going to hit because. In a moment, they're going to turn and they're going to fire on me as well, and I need to make sure that my, you know, that I get them. Um, and and I sort of there was a couple of moments where I ran up and 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 you know, with my machine gun just sort of like fr- frantically fired in their direction and and sort of sprayed a hail of bullets at them. And luckily enough, I did hit them and and dropped them with the one with one stray shot that actually hit them. And I was like, oh, whereas in Battlefield that would have barely, you know. Nicked them, and sure enough, yeah. they'd have turned round and um, hit me, and killed me, no doubt, with a headshot. So, it, it's got that sort of level of realism about it, and you you really do have to think. It's it's got a lot more of the, you know, that way where where um, 
we always joke about the fact that a game like that shows how terrible we would be in an actual war. Like, yes. and how mm-hmm. quickly we'd be killed. And then there's other games where you play and you're like, I'd be brilliant in a war because I just yeah. I can just run out guns everywhere and yeah, mm-hmm. take a couple of hits, but I kill everybody. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's not like that. <laughs> it's not like that at all. You literally need to really think about where you're going to go. You need to think about cover. You need to think about working as a team because you make a mistake and you're deep and the maps are absolutely gigantic. There's on top of that this, this big strategy thing. You know, there's one person playing as the commander and they're dropping resources and they're they're planting sort of garrisons and areas where you can spawn from that, that does, in essence, make your life a bit easier. But um, but it's really great, and, and you know we had people coming through the the radio on the PlayStation controller, and and they're genuinely talking tactics. You know, there was a guy who was um, in one of the armored divisions. He had a tank, and he's like, "We're we're coming down this street. Um, infantry, get behind us. Use us as cover." Um, and and you know the teams really work about. And then at other points, they're like, "Oh, we've we've just lost our tracks because." Because the the vehicles can be damaged in a lot of ways. They're also incredibly difficult to drive, as we found out as we ended up cra- I, I crashing <laughs> several tanks into into um and whereas in like in a battlefield or something like you would just wiggle your tank around a bit and eventually it would sort of like rate itself or fix itself. No, we were literally we were stuck. And we spent was- ages trying to clear it and we could not clear it. It was like watching Dad's Army sometimes if you'd actually seen Dad's Army in the trenches. Yeah. It yep. was funny. It was uh it was just very, very difficult. Um but I, I really like it. I really do hope people keep playing it. I'm gonna, you know, want to play more of it with people and I think if you get yourself a good squad and you're all working together, I think it could be really great to play. Um it looks really good on PlayStation 5. It's gonna need a wee couple of there's a few wee graphical things that'll need a bit of a fix, but um but it was it was it was really good. Uh, so I really did enjoy playing it, and um, I think it's a pretty good pretty good game for um, for PS Plus. And of course, it's it's nice. Team Seventeen. It's the guys that make the Worms games. I mean, it's like they, Worms they've, and steroids. <laughs> they've sort of uh, yeah. It, it was one of the other studios, I believe, that that took the helm off it. But it's still it's still not the sort of game you expect Team Seventeen to do. You know, you yeah. expect worms and overcooked and moving out and that sort of stuff you, you expect these sort of more couch co-op arcadey sort of um cartoony sort of things this is a really realistic hyper realistic sim it's um, i'm just waiting for the overcooked dlc skin pack <laughs> i know can you imagine that'd be excellent <laughs> throwing cleavers and chopped onions at people now that i could get on board. sign me up love it well she's playing kong um, so a couple of things uh, Still diving into Sea of Thieves I am really, really enjoying Season 4 of Sea of Thieves This is really great You'll need to check it out yourself, Plunder They've now opened up all the, the Under the Waves stuff So you've now got the uh, Siren Shrines And the Siren um, Treasuries uh, The Shrines in particular feature all these journals That tell you more about the whole story Between the Siren Queen and the Ancients And, and how the Sirens yeah, became... Good what they are now, how they turned on people, how they now drag sailors to their graves and all that sort of stuff. It's beautiful. Yes. There's, a, there's a whole load of um, uh, brand new beautiful treasure in the game. It's all coral. It's all coral treasure. It's oh, nice. all beautiful looking. Um, 
And uh, yeah, and it just it just adds a whole other element to the game that now you can go. People people were for so long thinking, well, where are they going to do? They're going to expand it out. They're going to add another region to this part of the sea. People are, oh, they're going to make a frozen land. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. No, they've, they've went below the waves. And um, that's nice. I like that. It's un- unexpected. It's very cool, and it adds another level of threat as well because you have to leave your ship. You have to yeah. leave your ship and go below the deck uh, below the depths, but. They've also thought this through. The the devs at Rare have made a really good deal off it. You know, you can you can basically store your treasure with the mermaid statues, and then so even uh, even if somebody yeah. sinks, even if somebody sinks your ship, you can come up. Mm-hmm. You can come up, and the mermaid that's on the surface will just hold your treasure for as long as you want, and you can well, go and get your other ship and come back. You can re-raise your uh, emissary flag. You will not mm-hmm. lose your stuff. Of course. Once you get the mermaid to release it, the treasure all comes up, floating to the surface, and then it's it's <laughs> it's panic time to get it on board before somebody pinches it. But but that whole risk reward thing, a sea of thieves, that's what it's all about. Um, mm. So it's it's really great. I'm I am loving it so far. The um, battle pass, the um, plunder pass this year is probably the best value there's been so far. I think you're getting a lot mm-hmm. better stuff. They've got the wicked web. Um, costume, uh, weapon set. There's a ship set. Uh, the Twilight Hunter stuff that's coming from Twitch drops. There's the Jackal Looter ship set. There's the Jackal Looter costume. It's all spooky, um, and I think you'd quite like it. Actually, I think you'd quite like some of the stuff blunder. Um, it just, it just really feels that there's, there's, that the, they're really getting into the groove of the seasons now, and. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying it. Uh, myself and Rider Die um, go, uh, achieved the Coral Curse as well, which is this Ooh. like really haunting sort of like black and kind of bright coloured um, uh, curse that lives under your skin. It, it looks really really cool. Um, so we've got that as well, which uh, we're, we're very pleased with. And we got that by by doing all the doing all the shrines, finding all the books, and um, as I said, the the lore is excellent. It's really great. Um, it's nice. probably it's probably the most I've been interested in the lore of Sea of Thieves um, recently. So having a great time with that, and of course, Blunder, mm. you know this. This is the one I you would want me to talk about. Um, I'm playing Resident Evil Four for the first time. Um, How are you finding it? It's very good, isn't it? It is mm-hmm. very good. Um, yes. Controls are a bit outdated. What's um, you with the controls is so funny. Do you use the analog stick or the D-pad to control? Uh, I use the analog sticks. See, it's interesting. I still use the D-pad because it's got original tank controls. See, I, yeah, I've never really thought of it. Might, might, you might find it a wee bit easier using your D-pad rather than the analog stick. Um, um, well, I'm, I'm sort of getting there with it now, I have to say. It's amazing how much... Uh, how influenced by it the village is Resident Evil Village. It's yes. it's uh-huh. very thematically similar. It's mm-hmm. got a lot of similar sort of sections to it. You know, there's a sort of swampy yeah. section. There's a, a there's now a castle that I'm in. Um, yeah. I I like how actiony it is. I like the fact that I don't really have to worry too much about conserving ammo. There are points mm-hmm. where certain pieces of ammo I might want to keep you know my more powerful weapons but generally I'm not at any point panicking too much about running out of ammo which is good it suits my style of play a bit better yeah. um, so I think 
and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, I think Resident Evil 4 was one of the first games to have an adaptive difficulty system. Oh. So it reads what you're doing and it gives you appropriate loot as it sees fit. Okay. So it's not quite the way the remake Resident Evil 2 and 3 and 7 and 8's adaptive difficulty is where it throws more uh, tougher enemies and stuff. Um, but what it will do is it will adapt to what it's given you. Okay. So that you are always on the brink of just just enough yeah yeah um and i'm pretty sure it was one of the first games to have that kind of nice reading your 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 progress and and adapting to suit i have to say i'm liking the story a lot um Mm. i i mean it's a bit bonkers you're saving the president's daughter from some bizarre (laughs) cult yeah Mm. um but i'm liking it i'm liking it's i tell you this much see when resident evil 4 remake comes out I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait because I think they're going to do it. Not totally the story will be the same, but I think they're going to go more horror. It'll be interesting to see how they make it more yeah. horror because it's so iconic. And the funny thing is I've played it so many times when I, when I played Resident Evil 4, I just go, oh, not this bit. Oh, not this bit. Oh, not this bit. So it's quite nice watching you for the first time because you don't have that. You're just like, what's happening? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, right in my head, I'm like, oh. Um... I can see why people like it so much. It is, mm-hmm. it is uh, Resident Evil Four. It, it, certainly, as far as I'm aware, is is a lot of people's favourite Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. And I know yeah, that the GameCube version of the game is sort of like held up as like the iconic yeah. version of the game. Yeah. Um, I'm playing the PS4 kind of HD remaster um, version on PS5, and the only thing is the controls are just a bit terrible. But um, but aside from that, it, the game looks really good graphically, mm-hmm. um, and Captain does good, good, good looking games. The guns, the guns are are nice and satisfying, and I do love the whole "What are you buying?" all that mm-hmm. stuff, and, and, and constantly. I'm like, oh, I just want to buy all the guns. I just want to <laughs> buy all the guns. I want everything. Um, but uh, yeah, I have to say, very pleasantly surprised so far. Um, well, I seen. I, I mean, I'm not really pleasantly surprised. People who told me it was good, I kind of believed people that it was good. Um, but yeah, it, it so far it lives up to the hype. That's what I would say. Good, 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 good. Um, yeah, what about yourself? What you been playing? Uh, so when I was sick, I didn't want to play anything new because I didn't. I wasn't able really to retain any information. Mm-hmm. So I went back and I played through the whole Final Fantasy VIII remaster Oof. on my PS5. The whole thing. Yeah. Thing. How long did that um, take? Like 14 hours because because it's the remaster, you can play it three times the speed, and then there's a button that makes you like super strong with so lots of health. And I was like, I've completed this game legitimately like six times, so I'm I'm doing the cheats way. Um <laughs> but it was nice revisiting it just because I know like the story and getting to see it looking all pretty. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's my it was my first Final Fantasy, so it's one of my favourites. And uh, me and MG play games. It was our first game that we bonded over that and Resident Evil Four. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was nice going back. The story is bonkers. I forgot how bonkers the story is for Final Fantasy, um, and it gets more bonkers as you go into it. Uh, but it was fun. It was good fun playing it again. Um, and yeah, it was just nice being able to play something I didn't have to learn. If that makes sense, when I wasn't feeling that well because I, I just didn't have the mental capacity for it. Um, but when I was feeling a bit better, I did start Hollow Knight, uh-huh. which uh, it was. I was watching Cal, 
Cal's just Cal's just fine. Yeah, he's been playing it. Yeah, he's a so massive he was, fan. Yeah, so he was playing it, and I know MG Play Games loves it to pieces as well. I, I must have got it when it was a PS Plus game years ago, and I remember starting it, and I think I died at like the first monster, and was like, I'm not playing this. This is too annoying. But since I've went back, I have loved it. Like, I mean, loved it to the point I sat last Sunday for eleven hours and played it without taking a break. Woof. Like that is I a was, lot of holiday. Like, yeah, like I was just sitting, like, and yet my every so often my my, my, my control pad was like bad running low. I was like plug in, keep playing. <laughs> um, it's beautiful. It's such a good game. Like, it's massive. Yeah, so much to it. The lore is really interesting. All the different areas have their own unique art, not art style, but it's the same art style, but each design and specific enemies. And Yeah, they've got a different feel to them, haven't they? It's amazing how much they've put in one wee game. Um, and it's for me, it, it's the kind of challenging where I, I can learn how to get through it eventually. Yeah. Whereas with Dark Souls and Bloodborne, I get a bit more frustrated by them, I think. I think... I think probably Dark Souls and Bloodborne are a wee bit too difficult for my liking. Mm-hmm. Whereas Hollow Knight gets it just right. Yeah. Um, I mean, there, there's been two bosses I still had to go away and try the next day because I was just like, this is impossible. <laughs> um, but again, it's adapting tactics and adapting your your pins, your badges, and stuff. And I find that much more I find that much more interesting to do than in Dark Souls and Bloodborne, when it's like, this is your build. You just have to be good at it. Um, yeah. But no, it's really good. Really enjoying it. I think I've got myself stuck in an optional area, so I'm going to go back to the main story, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's been a lot of fun just playing that on my own as well. Playing a game just myself. Just for, your, yeah, just nice. for yourself, yeah. Uh, I know the whole night community is terrible for backseat gaming. When yep. you stream it. Every, everyone I know, I think even you said. Yeah, I had some playing it. pretty bad backseating when, yeah. I, when I tried to stream it. It's quite frustrating. Just people coming in and giving it the big I am, and you're like, well, do one. Um, so I'm glad I kind of avoided that. Uh, and then I, I'm trying to get through all the games I own but haven't finished. Oh, God, don't uh, even tell me. Oh, no, there's yeah, so I many. Uh, I returned to one which we had been given codes for, so mm-hmm. I kind of was like, I really should finish this. And it is a Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Oh, uh, yeah. And, I mean, I sat... Was it Saturday? I, I decided I was stuck in a boss in the hall all night and I was like, I'm just going to stop and play something else. And I was like, let's go back to Ratchet and Clank. Play it for a wee bit. Five hours later, I went to my bed. Um, it's just, it just get better and better the more I played it. It looks gorgeous. It's like playing an animated film. It's just, there's nothing, it's so flawlessly animated. The voice acting's amazing. Yep. Um, I love the way the, the level up system works with the guns. The more mm-hmm. you use them, the stronger they get. Yep. It's just so like intuitive, and it rewards you for trying new tactics and using new so, weapons as well. Yeah, and using new weapons. So like, I never tried it this electric gun, and then it started becoming my go-to starting weapon for a fight, and then yep. thrown in a bunch of other things. Um, I loved all that. I think the gameplay is outstanding. The variety, there's so many cool bits when you have to do the right, the wheel gliding, mm-hmm. like sliding the, the rails. And there's lots of stuff happening behind you, and you're just like, how is this all happening in real time? How am I being part of this event that's happening in the game? Um, it's the a technical marvel. It's it is like, astonishing. The story's interesting because every time I thought we were coming to like the end, it, it kept going, but in a good way, it was like, and I yeah. felt like it dragged out, but it, 
it gave me a new question to answer for the next cutscene, and it made me want to continue playing it. Um, and then I stopped right before the last boss, oh, and I had to God. finish it on the Sunday. Um, and the, the last boss bit is, is, is great. The whole the whole third act of the game is great. And you get really emotionally invested in the storyline and the characters. I'm going to have to get back into it. I like it. So, like, Baker Boy got it for his PS5, mm-hmm. and he said he started it, and I was like, I've just finished it, and he's like, what do you give it? And I was like, I'd, I'd probably have to say a 10 out of 10. There we are. Like, it's just, it's everything. The only thing you might say is it's not difficult enough if you're, like, someone who likes a difficult game. Like, I don't, I think the only time I died was when I fell off edges or I did something stupid, but in right. combat, I was never, I was never like, oh, I'm going to die. So at the end of the game, at the start, I had a few moments there, but at the end of the game, I was a bit, but then there's that, you can change, you get a new game plus where it's like challenge mode and it okay. happens harder. Oh, that's good. Um, it's certainly, Ration Klein 2016 had a very difficult last fight. <laughs> which, oh, I never finished the last which fight. I think, the ending. I I think that quit. made you rage quit, didn't it? You were furious. so hard. And I think when we got the codes for this, I was a bit like, sorry, piece of trash. Because <laughs> I was like, I know what your game is like. So I think I tried harder with this to get better uh-huh. at it. So maybe that's why I was like, it's not that difficult because I was again using different weapons and different tactics, and, and I and loved, really enjoyed it. So loved fun. Ratchet the Clank 2016. So when Sony did send us codes, I was very excited, and I'm sort yeah. of halfway through the game. I, I need to get back to. It. We, we we were so lucky. This is absolute first world problems here. I'm like, oh, I've got so many people keep sending us games. games. <laughs> well, it's it's the thing is as well as like obviously there's games I've bought and then we've been very lucky to have been sent mm-hmm. a whole bunch of games. Um, you know, I had loads of games on my plate already and then Sony sent yeah. his Death Stranding as well. And it's like, oh <laughs> and it's an epic. So um so yeah, it's on my pile. I'm definitely not going to let it gather dust. It yeah. is, and I think once save points out of the way, I'm going to get back into it because it's it's brilliant. The nice thing as well is for those who know, in Rich and Clank, you visit a bunch of different planets, studio wise. Mm-hmm. The levels themselves they aren't huge, so like, even if you finish a planet, you know you can stop and you're not going to miss any story because it's mm-hmm. quite compartmentalized in that way. But it's quite nice. Um, so like I'd went in when I went loading up my game, I was forty two percent of the way through the game, but I I knew I remembered what I'd done and mm-hmm. going back into it, I wasn't like, what was I doing? Where was I going? Because I'd stopped at that bit between planets uh-huh. or between between targets, um. So it, it worked quite well being uh, woke up that way. But if you do have a PS five or you're going to get a PS five, highly recommend Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Yeah, it's very it's good. Just, it's close to perfection just now as a platform game is going to get. I'd say. Nice. Um, viewers have been in touch. Mm-hmm. Let's hear what they've been playing. So Mimi Cattails on the Discord uh, says, I have the RE6 demo for my Switch. I've been looking forward to trying. Yes, and that's Resident Evil 6. Yes, I believe it is. Yeah. Thing I think of. So let us know you got me that, Mimi Cattails. And let us know what the demo is. I think I know it. I think it's the, the university stuff. But let us know what the demo actually is and your thoughts on it. Evil Monkey says you have to guess the game I'm playing. What game do you think Evil Monkey's playing? Could it possibly be Sea of Thieves? I mean, it might be. It might be. But, it, just but I did see some folk wondering if it was Les- Leisure Suit Larry. I mean, it definitely could be that as well. <laughs> I could be both at the same time. You'd be sailing the seas while playing Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> it's very possible with Evil Monkey. Mm-hmm. Very possible. Uh, Tommy B tuning eight uh, has uh, been playing Back for Blood, which is pretty good. Not a game changer, but does everything you expect really well. It's abs- also absolutely relentless. I haven't played it yet. 
I've been I waiting. Downloaded, but I've not started it. So I think after save point, we'll have to have a wee maybe next next. Well, I I, I think up. next multiplayer night probably will Gut. be back for blood. Uh, yeah, yeah I think good. that's every possibility. Yeah, uh, hamster boy, Mr. Medusa. Mr. Medusa. Uh, been building a little dinosaur play park in Jurassic World Evolution and fighting with my flatmate on Overcooked. Now it's PlayStation Plus. Oh gosh, hope we don't need a new flatmate. The divorce it? game. Yeah. Uh, also, don't play it on the beach in Grand Canary. You get strange looks at you when you shout at your husband. Uh, James42 on Twitter had to go at the Avengers since it came to Game Pass, and it's a bit meh, to be honest. Yep. Game is back for blood, although it might be better playing with other people. Still having fun with Sea of Thieves. Oh, and all the best for Saturday. Thank you, Jamesy. Thank you, Jamesy. Um, yeah, Avengers. It was. I, 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 I enjoyed my time with Avengers. Have oh, I gone back? No. I got bored. Um, I'm halfway through the story, and I literally got so bored. Yeah, I, 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 I liked it, and there was a, I had a pure <gasps> moment and stuff. But I, I mean, I'm not running out. It's got some pretty weird difficulty spikes. Like yeah. there's certain bits mm-hmm. where it's just unbelievably hard, and yeah. um, and then you die and you have to go all the way back to the start of the mission, <laughs> and yeah. and that just I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this again. I'm even I enjoying it. There was one bit I was just like, I don't know how I did that fight, but I did it. I was like, I, I just button mashed. Um, original Stephen on Twitter uh, finished Tormented Souls and played some Potion Craft. Ooh. Also made a start on Metroid Dread, but not too far into it. Hearing lots of great things about Metroid Dread. I did hear people, some people on the internet, greeting about how it was too hard. <laughs> There's an Have article about how it's too the hard. The Metroid game. Um, <laughs> Uh, just get good it's apparently uh, great I'm, yeah I've heard really good yeah, things about it I've watched a couple of streams I'm, I'll never play it so I just watched a couple of streams in it and they look pretty good mm-hmm. uh, Alnubist on Twitter uh, like James of 42 I too have played Back for Blood and found it a bit meh I also get back at Game Wars 2 interesting we need to figure out what the meh is for Back for Blood it'll be interesting alright well Tommy Tommy B kind of said kind of yeah. words to the same effect it was pretty good not a game changer does everything you'd yeah. expect so i guess it's just a bit like Meh. i did see a a post and i don't know if it was by the original developers that left for dead but it was something like why have a a burger when you have steak and it was like a picture of left for dead next to back for blood or no do you know was... who it was it was kfc <laughs> It was, K- oh, is that what it, was? it was kfc gaming that for some reason right. decided to do that I was pure confused, and I was like, I don't know if that's a fake thing or not. Um, yeah, it's it was a bit weird. A, it was an interesting thing. Yeah. Uh, it's also, a bit KFC Gaming. If yeah. You, if you give us free food, you can sponsor us. Uh, Jamie <laughs> Simpson through Facebook. Hey, guys, hope you're all well. When I get the time, I'm playing mostly the Medium on PS5 and Metro Dread on Switch. Both excellent. Stay safe. Thanks, Jamie. Oh, thank you, Jamie. I finished the Medium. I was enjoying my time with it. And Joe Keenan has said, FIFA, mate, just FIFA. Is there any other games? Well, there <laughs> is Joe Keenan. If you look at everything people, everything people's been playing. Um, if you would like to get in touch with us, here's how you can do that. There we go. Excellent. So please do get in touch. Uh, let us know what you're playing and let us know uh, why you think things are meh or, or, or yeah. I couldn't think of a good word there. Right, let's fire oh, yeah. through these. Meh, yeah. Let's fire through these new releases uh, and wrap this up. Yep. Uh, from the 15th of the 10th, you can get Ancient Stories, Gods of Egypt on PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. 
Crisis Remastered Trilogy on PC and all major consoles. Demon Slayer, the Hikonami Chronicles on PC and all major consoles. Skip Switch. Uh, <laughs> the Good Life on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. It's Glaylancer? Glaylancer, yeah. Or Xbox One and Switch. And Story of Seasons, Friends of Mineral Town on PS4 and Xbox One. On the 18th, you can get Nuclear Blaze on the PC. And on the 19th, you can get Into the Pit on PC and Xbox One. A Plague Tale Innocence, the PS5 and Xbox Series version. Uh, War Mongrels on the PC. Good YouTuber's Life 2 on the PC, PS4, Xbox <laughs> One and Switch. Uh, on the 20th, uh, you can get Healing Spree on the PC and Jars on PC and Switch. <laughs> Picturing very vicious like Jaws, but a, a jar. Just like a glass around. jar floating around the water. Bite, biting their ankles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on the 21st to the 10th, you can get Growbot on the PC, Resident Evil 4 VR on Ooh. Oculus VR. Tempted. This is the only reason I can get buy an Oculus to play that game. So <laughs> That's how Zuckerberg gets you, mate. Yeah. Uh, Sands of Aura on the PC and Tandem, A Tale of Shadows on PC, PS4, Xbox One and Switch. Yeah. I am so glad there's nothing interesting coming out <laughs> in that time period. Uh, because you now it, need to afford an Oculus. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. and then the, the 28th of October, right before Spooky Halloween, uh, the Project Zero 4 a five remaster comes out on the PS5, and I am dying for that. So I'm like, we should get, there. I can take my money. We should get codes for Paolo so that Paolo can play that. Yes, absolutely. He'd, he'd love that. Absolutely. Like, just make him play it the whole time. Uh, questions from chat, Colin. Anything interesting? Uh, yeah, I've got a whole bunch of stuff from the chat. Um, not so much questions, but some lovely chat. Uh, Odentior was in earlier on saying, Hey, everyone, sorry, I've been a bit quiet lately. I've been so busy. Well, that's all right, Odentior. Lovely to hear no from you. Lovely to see you. Uh, asking about headphones earlier on, we were wondering about wired or wireless. Mm-hmm. Daybreak1591 says, I am a wired person. I'm always forgetting the charge, and I'm scared my dogs will eat the AirPods. <laughs> Although that would be funny to find out, uh, find by just hearing the music playing from their stomach. <laughs> don't do not take break. Please don't do don't, don't, don't do that. Don't feed, don't feed your AirPods to your dog. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not. Uh, unauthorized cinnamon came in to troll you, blunder came in to troll you by saying the new Resident Evil movie will never capture the glorious achievement of filmmaking that is the OG films. Furious. He's furious. Cinnamon, you you are lucky that I know that you are just. Jesting. 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 Unauthorised jesting. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Evil Monkey came in with a suggestion saying, you guys should have Paul Kaczynski on the show sometime. You know, we would, but it's just very difficult to pin him down. It's, it's very, very hard. It's the social butterfly mm-hmm. is just always yeah, away on holiday these days. The jet setter. Keeps denying our requests for him to come appear on, on the show. and he's just not He seems to it. be making an awful lot more money out of this vendetta, well, this vendetta, this whole thing than we are, eh? 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 First class tickets to Aye. Open. Disappearing away. And... He's not there. He's not open. <laughs> I better not say where he is, but he's in a completely different part of the country. Um, <laughs> so if you want to stalk Paul Kaczynski, I'll tell you this much, don't go to open because he's not there. Um... So yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe we could see mm. if we getting Paul Kaczynski on the show. And yeah. uh, Alnubis said, "Is Skyrim trying to fight GTA Five for the number of different versions of the game I'm available?" I'm pretty sure Skyrim's winning. 
Yeah. So Skyrim, GTA 5, Resident Evil 4, those are like the three major games that have like a bajillion versions of the game. And are on like every platform near enough. But I think Skyrim wins for the sheer fact that it has a text version on the Amazon device, which I won't see because it'll wake up and shout. Ah, yeah, I'll go shout you that. I forgot yeah. that it was this. Aye, that's yeah. right enough. It's like a, it's like one of the old books where you choose your path, sort of thing. That's quite cool. To be fair, it's something. Um, um, <laughs> yeah, so that that was it. Um, and I, obviously, I I, I see I, Evil Monkey. In answer to the question earlier on, said uh, we said he uh, was either playing Sea of Thieves or Leisure Suit Larry. Evil Monkey said, "I'm living Leisure Suit Larry right now." <laughs> And of course, unauthorized cinnamon replied with uh, to our brief chat a moment ago, just saying Kentucky Fried Console. Yep, that's the next thing. That will be the next thing. All those spices. Uh, upcoming streams. Colin, besides the big event at the weekend, are you streaming at all? Or are you taking? I am taking some time. Beforehand? No, the only show in town this weekend. The only show in town this weekend is. Saturday night at 7 p.m. BST on twitch.tv slash the nearly men. It is the nearly men boldly go for save point 2021. We're going to do 24 hours of sci fi video games starting from 7 p.m. on Saturday, B, uh, 8 p.m. B, uh, 7 p.m. BST on Saturday, 16th. <laughs> and we will finish at 7 p.m. BST on Sunday, the 17th of October. So. Uh, yeah, that'll be that'll be quite exciting. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. As I said, we cannot stress um, enough how important a cause this is to us all. It is, of course, to raise much needed funds for the Edinburgh Children's Hospital charity. They, it's a wonderful charity. Um, the last, you know, the kids that are um, that are that are undergoing treatment at this at this time at this hospital. Um, they're treated for a variety of illnesses. A lot of them are incredibly serious. A lot of these kids have uh, either uh, life-limiting um, or 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 even you know terminal illnesses. Um, and the support that it gives the, the 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 kids themselves and the the charity give to the the families of these children. I mean, it must be absolutely hellish to to go through. Oh. Um, to go through Shady Bombs is same this actually to go through um, to, to go through at any point in your life uh, having any sort of ill child must be absolute hell on earth but to have one that's very very seriously ill um, and to kind of have to put your life on hold to look after your child and spend every moment with them um, must be extremely difficult and the charity helps and the wonderful thing about the charity is that they Basically, they have a little tagline that says "child first, patient second. You know, oh. I think a lot of kids who get ill, you know, the the illness, you know, there's a danger that the illness would define their life or mm -hmm. take over their life, or they would just be that we that we child that has the illness, and that's not it. These these kids are kids first, and they should not be, regardless of what sort of struggles and 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 issues that there are in their lives they, they should be able to to have a childhood as best as possible and that's what the charity um looks to do and actually uh blunder i just received uh, we got a lovely handwritten uh letter from uh from the charity the other day Aww. but they also sent us these 
these, um, which I'll get to you at some point. These are our medals for being for being heroes, and oh, these are made. Good. These are made by children from the charity. Oh. Uh, ch- sorry, children from the hospital um, for being a, a save point hero. So um, I don't think this will fit. It won't fit over my headphones. <laughs> um, so so we've got this. We've got one for us all. Uh, this is mine and yours. Yay. And uh, and Paolo's is there as well. So I will get that to you. Um, yeah. So yeah, you, you can donate at um, www.thenearlymen.com and... Um, you can, you, you you can really make a difference. You can really make a mm-hmm. difference. Um, obviously, please only donate if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, there's lots of other ways you can help support us just by spreading the words. Um, just just by watching, uh, by hosting. Um, if you're a streamer yourself, by raiding, of course, by following us on Twitch, and just uh, yeah, just 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 helping to spread the word. And raise yeah. awareness. Um, the the majority of the folk who do Save Point already have been. They've already been. They've all done it. There's already fifteen thousand pounds been raised by all the Yay. other teams. So there's only two of us left. There's the Nearly Men and a uh, lovely friend of the podcast, Tom Freeman. And Tom Freeman's actually one of the people who first set up Save Point. He's one of the main dudes, right? He's a, he's also an actor, uh, a Scottish actor as well. Um, so. So we're the the last one standing. We're going a wee bit later, and we're we're going to try and push because Rockstar Games are matching donations up to twenty thousand pounds. Now, what I don't know is whether or not that was only for uh, for that weekend or whether we both qualify. I, I'm not sure. I'm still looking to to clarify. But either way, um, we you know the the, the charity is already fifteen thousand pounds up, and I just know that you know the wonderful community here are just going to help us get get um get ourselves a wee bit closer there as well and who knows where we'll finish um as i said we've got lots of fun stretch goals and actually do you know what i'm just going to say it blunder i'm going to tell folk um there will be various rewards during the event we'll be doing sort of daft stuff and having a bit of a laugh but one of the things we will do is we reach reach various milestones is blunder myself and paul kaczynski will be reading out um completely unrehearsed um, uh, performances of some of the famous scenes from sci-fi movie history. <laughs> so it's gonna be something. So we'll be taking on. We'll be playing all the roles, and uh, we will endeavour to not be cancelled and and to um, hopefully entertain and delight um, as we go. We will we'll sort of um, decide as and when we go as we reach various milestones what what ones we'll do and we'll maybe we'll maybe get some polls in the chat to see which one people want to see but you know we've got Empire Strikes Back we've got uh, Revenge of the Sith we've got Blade Runner we've got Alien Aliens um, yes. we've got I'm trying to think what other screenplays I've managed to get a hold of we've got hundreds of stuff right absolutely hundreds of stuff so we'll we'll have a bit of fun with that. Um, so I really hope you, you you can join us and don't forget, of course, the community games as well. Get your um get your gamer tags and uh, EA accounts and your Epic Store uh, or your Epic friend code, whatever I can't remember what it's called. Send us your deets if you want to play, and we will yeah. we will play some community games. Um, awesome. There we are. Well, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by executive producer Hamster Boy. Uh, and... Mr. Producer, Mr. Producer. 
Yeah, I was worried. You always missed that call. Uh, and the next episode of the podcast will be live here on www.twitch.tv slash the Men. It'll be episode 98 at 8 p.m. on the 28th of October. I can't believe we're at episode 98 next time. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But until then, Colin, say goodbye. Goodbye. Well done. Remember to charge joypads, folks. See you next time. Bye. Bye-bye, everybody.